Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hey, Waiting Warriors, welcome to another episode on the Waiting Warriors podcast. This week, I have a Army National Guard spouse, Megan Davis. Megan, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. So Megan is in Louisiana, which I like already in love with her voice. It's so funny. Okay, anybody else love this about the military where you like, I grew up on the West and now we're in Fort Campbell and it, when you're, when you're on base, it's not so much you hear people like you hear a variety of accents, but then you go off base and you're like, Oh yeah, I live in Kentucky and I'm, I'm liking your, I don't even know what, just your accent. It's beautiful. I love talking to people with different accents. Anyways, Megan is from Louisiana. Her husband is army national guard. She volunteers a lot as the family readiness group leader, or as many of us know, FRG, um, for their squadron. She helps with several organizations in their community. She is a mother of six children. Go you like, wow, you're, you're doing so many things. You're, what is it? You're like, you working on your, um, your bachelor's degree with six kids. Like how? Do you do all the things? Well, my kids are very, very supportive of uh, me going to school. Uh, Last December, I graduated um, from a community college with my associate's degree, and they were all sitting front row watching. Um, I think that it's a really good um, way to show them to move forward, keep going, um, and just uh, further their education and chase their dreams. So they're very, very supportive of everything that I have a hand in. That's awesome. Do they, so like it's, they're clearly involved with your schooling. Have they been involved with your, like your service work? And I know you're super active with what they do, but are they kind of intermingled with our FRG and that kind of stuff? Absolutely. Uh, One of the very first little fundraisers that the FRG did uh, about a year ago, we did a um, a morning time burrito snack bar. And, Mm. uh, one of my kids actually was up at five o'clock in the morning, helping move things. He sat up at the armory with us until three o'clock in the afternoon, helping serve and helping clean up things. Um, they volunteer and serve at our church. Uh, we've done a suicide prevention walk together as a family. Um, they help set up and organize um, for family days. And anytime that I start throwing out ideas, they are always first involved in, hey, can we do this? And what about doing this? And so I just take all their ideas and throw it into something that we can, we can make work. That's awesome. I love that because I know like a lot of other spouses out there, but like when you have young kids, you worry a lot about how your lifestyle is going to impact your kids, particularly in the military, right? Like it's, it's heavy and they need to be resilient, but I love that you are just not throwing them all in, but like involving them. And it, it sounds like they're 
growing up to be awesome kids. I don't, you know, you got to be an awesome kid if you're going to wake up that early and stay until three, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) So how has, how has being a waiting warrior though helped you grow? Like you, you were doing so many things, but yet your husband is gone and busy with the military all the time. How has that helped you grow? Oh, it's definitely taught me um, patience. (laughs) Uh, I am not a very patient person, but I have very quickly had to learn to be very patient. Um, I very OCD because we have six children. We have to be very firm on planning things and putting things in the calendar. So I have had to learn to start being very flexible um, and, you know, not getting too upset when plans change at the last minute. Um, it has taught me to be very compassionate towards others, uh, just because you come in contact with so many different people and so many different things on a daily basis that it's really just opened my eyes. So when I feel like everything in my world is falling down, I usually have the opportunity to see that, you know what, my situation is not near as bad as somebody else's situation is. And it, it very quickly gives me an attitude adjustment. Mm-hmm. How have you, like, how have you been able to see that? What has created that empathy inside of you? Uh, Well, like you said, I started off as a FRG um, volunteer um, and moved into the leadership role, which opened my eyes more to the military community because at that point, uh, my husband and I had barely been married for a year. So I was still brand new and had Mm -hmm. no idea what I was doing. But the more that I started getting involved with the FRG and encouraged to step outside of just the National Guard and our squadron and more into our community, um, I started volunteering full time with Every Warrior, which was previously known as the Warrior Network. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's a joint force, not just for the Air Force, not just for the National Guard. It's all branches. And we serve our currently serving on all branches, no matter what their needs are. And so it's it's really been an eye-opener to see the different aspects between the Air Force and the National Guard and, you know, just the different branches that we he- have here locally, um, what their trials and tribulations are, because the military is not just black and white. You know, it's, it's so, each branch is very, very different. So, yeah. You, you know, you, whenever you start stepping out of that comfort zone to what you know, you start coming in contact with a lot of different needs, um, and a lot of different things that you have to like go, oh, okay, you know, and really just get out of your comfort zone. One that's awesome that that resource exists and that you've been such a, like, you've let that be such a big part of your life. And I think that's such a valuable lesson for us. I know, especially like, especially the, the super hard times, like the deployment and, or even like the worst of just gearing up for the deployment, whatever, like the worst time period is for you. It's super easy to just look at ourselves and think, woe is me. But I feel like you're right is when you get outside yourself and you see other people's stories, you realize how much how much hard is going on and it kind of lets you get outside yourself and just want to help other people. You know right. what I mean? 
Well, and you know, on the guard side, so we do not PCS, you know, our, our, our serving members, they, they, they go, they, they deploy, Mm -hmm. they go to schools, they, they travel, um, for various reasons, but we do not PCS. And so whenever I started making my Air Force friends and linking up with some of them, having to learn what they go through every three or four years in order to pick their families up and move them has, has really been um, a big deal because, you know, I have never had to experience that and I never will experience that, but watching them and having to see them prep and go through that and move their entire family and the impact that it has, it, it's a lot. It, it really makes me, you know, go, wow, I do not know how you do that every three or four years. Yeah, it's definitely, it's not for the, the faint of heart, but we can, no. we can all learn, right? <laughs> so as in your roles, or not even like leadership roles, but just with your experience of being involved so long with the military community, what do you feel like has been the greatest lesson for you throughout all this? Hmm. <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, I guess what, um, what I have learned the most is, is that military life, no matter which branch you're in, is a very, uh, lonely life. Um, people tell me all the time, well, you knew what you were getting into when you married your husband. And that, that's not always the case. Um, like mm-hmm. I said, military life, you have to be very flexible. And that's not a lot of things that you're prepared for when you, when you marry into this life. Um, and so, it's very lonely. Um, it's hard to make friends um, mm-hmm. because either you're moving or in our case with the National Guard, we're not always um, located in the same area. So it makes yeah. it very hard to connect with other spouses that are in your same unit or in your squadron, um, which which has always been my, say, my saying, um, you know, you don't have to do life alone. Um, my husband trains with his battle buddies and they are, they are, is they are tight. They are family. And that's what I tell my spouses is, you know, if my husband's watching your husband's back and he's watching my husband's back, we need to have each other's backs. You know, that Ooh. makes us family. Yeah. I like that. Cause they, they talk about that all the time, right? Like that is, that is something that I feel like. And any civilian knows like that two soldiers would do anything for each other, but yet, so, but then, but then a spouses feel so alone. Like shouldn't, shouldn't that, that feeling should a hundred percent carry over. I love that. Yes. Cause you know, you see it because, you know, they spend so much time in the field together. They train together, they deploy mm-hmm. together, you know, they're, and and even whenever they're not, they're still texting and talking and reaching out if somebody's having a hard time or, you know, a kid is sick or, you know, whatever is going on in their family, they're still reaching out to their battle buddies. And mm-hmm. it just kind of got me thinking, watching my husband and the other military guys and how close they were, um, that, you know what, the, the spouses, we need that closeness. We, we need to be able to depend on each other, whether it's through good times and babies being born and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, or 
even if it's just that we're having a terrible day and we need somebody to cry to because unfortunately our spouses are not always there to give us that emotional support. Yeah. What, what, what has made you so passionate about this though? Like, is it just well that you felt lonely or what's happened? In the beginning, yes. In the beginning, um, it was mainly because I had moved to a brand new city and I had just married into the Brady Bunch. And, mm -hmm. um, and it was really hard to juggle um, a new marriage and three stepchildren plus my three children in a brand new city. And it was a really hard adjustment for me. Um, I had a really hard time making friends and, uh, you know, just becoming a military spouse. Plus my husband was a full-time firefighter at that point and just a whole lot of stuff going on. And, uh, and it got really lonely for, for a long yeah. time. Um, and so I started, uh, volunteering with the FRG and started making a few friends there. And, mm -hmm. uh, that eventually led to, you know, other organizations and making more friends. Um, and I couldn't help but think that I couldn't be the only person that was lonely, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that the main thing that just kind of opened the gate for me and really opened my eyes that I really wasn't the, the only one that was feeling, um, that, that's loneliness was, uh, not long ago when a fellow volunteer, she, she did commit suicide. And, um, nobody, nobody had any indication. We didn't know. And, um, and that's when it hit me that I really wasn't the only one that, that was lonely and had those, those feelings, you know, of not feeling like I fit into my new, my new environment. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I had always told my spouses that we shouldn't do life alone, but after that incident, um, which still sits really heavy with me. Um, yeah. And I just started making sure that not just military spouses, but anybody around me um, never felt like they didn't fit in or mm -hmm. never felt lonely. You know, I started trying to pay extra attention um, to other people that were around me and other circumstances that were going on. And uh, the Every Warrior uh, Network, they fight suicide prevention. They they try to fight it as hard as they can. We're constantly coming up with new ideas on our service members and now, especially our, our spouses. Um, new ways to draw spouses in and to connect them with other spouses. And that way we can start teaching other people to lean on one another and to take care of one another. So has that just, has it opened your eyes? Has it opened your heart? Has it done both? Like what has that kind of looked and felt like for you? Oh, absolutely. I think it's uh, opened my my heart and my eyes. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like I said earlier, I think that sometimes me personally, I, I get caught up into, you know, what what's going on in my home, you know, um, how is this affecting us? How is this going to affect us? And, you know, whenever you stop and you look around, um, it's easy to see that, you know, somebody else may be going through something as hard as you are, or maybe a little harder. And, mm -hmm. um, I think that with 
with being so involved and hearing so many um, terrible things and um, and and just having the privilege to be a part of those things and help other people through them. Um, I, I think that, you know, it can either harden your heart or it can soften your heart. And I think in my case, it really, mm -hmm. it just really hit me in a really soft place because I do feel like I, my calling is to help other people, you mm -hmm. know, um, I do consider that one of my, one of my strong points is, is that I want to help everybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. I want to help. And so, um, but yes, I, I do think that it has very much softened me and um, put me in a completely different um, perspective of what what this life entails and how it affects everybody around us and and, and in different ways. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, you you like have me all teary eyed again. Um, first of all, like you're just such a beautiful soul. Like, thank you for sharing so much with us, but like, as you're talking, I'm just thinking about how often I think I've missed opportunities to create more of the community that I want and that like we long for because I felt lonely and I felt cut off when really, if I had just stepped outside myself, I would have seen that most people around me are feeling that way. And I think as you're talking, I was just thinking about how, if we just open our hearts and our eyes, like you have, we'll see that and our community can just grow and, um, and just love each other more. Yeah. And I think, I think it has to do with just taking an inch step out, out of your yeah. comfort zone, you know, just, just, walking out of that comfort zone just a little bit because, um, you know, I, I was never really a very social person. Um, and, and I didn't have a whole lot of friends. Um, mm -hmm. and I just had to go, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to make this effort. I'm going to walk up and I'm going to talk to the spouse that I don't know. And, and I won't lie before I go to any kind of function or any kind of military ball, I have to give myself a pep talk and go, okay, me We're going to meet somebody new today. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to meet somebody new today, or I'm going to do this today or, mm -hmm. you know, something. Um, it, it's one of those things to where I have to look at myself in the mirror and go, you know what? You can do this. You can take another step out of that comfort zone and possibly influence somebody else by doing that. I love it. I love that so much. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like my, my heart has been softened. So thank you for that. Last question that we'd like to end every episode with is what is your key to thriving that you want to share with your fellow waiting warriors? So I would think that, uh, my key to thriving is, and this is going to sound maybe a little silly, but, um, I, I think that it's actually just making a move, um, just taking, mm -hmm that first step to do something. Um, if we all sit idle or stay in our own bubbles, then we're, we're never going to move forward and we're never going to accomplish anything. So I think that just being able to take 
that first step and say, hey, what can I do to help? Or, hi, my name is Megan Davis. You know, what is your name? Just being able to take that first step um, is the key to to doing anything and everything. You know, we just have to have a little bit of courage and a little bit of faith in ourselves that, you know what, we can we can do that. We can move forward, not just in our own personal lives, but mm-hmm. also in in our communities and um, with our military families. We just cannot stay in the same space. You have to just move forward. I love that. That's so, that's so wise. So wise. Cause I think I know a lot of times, like I, I at least want to say the perfect thing. I want to do the perfect thing. I want to do or say whatever will be the best thing to say and, and not regret what I have to say. But I like that you're just saying, do something, just take a step forward. And I'll, and I'll say this. Um, I was stuck in being that perfect military spouse, that perfect mm-hmm. FRG leader, the perfect mom. And I will never forget this conversation. Probably as long as I live, I had a conversation with, uh, with one of my volunteers and, uh, and he told me whenever he said, Megan, he said, the reason why I want you part of our team is because you're not perfect. It's because mm-hmm. you're beautifully broken in your own way and it makes you unique. And it makes you to where you can relate to people that I cannot relate to. And he said, you need to embrace being that beautifully broken just the way you are and understand that that's what makes you great, not being perfect. And when he told me that, it was like a light bulb went off that I wasn't designed to be perfect, you know? So we don't always have to say the perfect thing or do the perfect thing or dress the perfect way or be the perfect mom. It's just embracing who you are and understanding that everybody is broken. And that's what makes us awesome. You know, that's what makes you perfect. That's so like, that's beautiful. That's empowering. And that's, I don't know, very freeing. You know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't have to be anything. We just have to be ourselves. And that is how we will connect with other people is by being ourselves. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. Um, if people want to connect with you, if they've like, if they want to continue the conversation with you, what is the best way for them to do that? So um, I'm on Facebook, just like everybody else in the world. Um, they can find me. It's uh, Megan Womack Davis, and um, they can send me Facebook messages or, um, you know, send me friend requests. Um, I usually am always willing to connect with any military spouses um, through through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, guys, go say thank you to Megan. I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm just like super emotional, but I've kind of gotten teary eyed a few times today, but I think it's just such an important message that, you know, we've said it before that we're not alone, but I love Megan's point of view that like, we have to not only realize that we're not alone, but be that community for those around us and be watching out for each other and, um, being beautifully broken and letting people see that and letting people into that. That is Again, just very beautiful and freeing and all those good things. Thank you so much, Megan, and all you waiting warriors out there. You guys have a great week. Bye.
Hey, fellow waiting warriors. Since I know you are loving this podcast and being able to connect and learn from others, I need you to go and write a review for the podcast. Even just a rating with the stars really helps people find this podcast. And the more people listening means the more people thriving, which is truly my ultimate goal for all of you. It's super simple, will just take a minute, but it will make a world of difference.